0: Amber Dreams 5 The diary wasn't in the music salon. It was in the library, although she nearly didn't find it. The sleepy steward smiled at her faltering schoolgirl Greek and let her take her time to browse the shelves. The selection was hundreds of books better than the Silver Star Library. Impatience rose higher with each shelf, and Isabella considered checking behind every book. Then she spotted it, more amber than orange, a half-inch thick, and packed with all a young woman's dreams and follies. It nestled between two thick books in a far corner, on a bottom shelf, a book hidden among books, like Edgar Allan Poe's purloined letter, a story only an American would know. Isabella's hand shook as she drew it from the shelf. When she carried it to the clerk, he looked for the ship's stamp. Not finding it, he shrugged and gave it back. "'No checkout needed,' he said. "'She counted that a small blessing, "'for she doubted a third-class passenger "'would be allowed a first-class library's book. "'Holding it against her breast, "'she headed for the main deck. "'The rain had stopped. "'A brisk wind played havoc with her hair, "'her shawl, and her skirts. "'Cry havoc,' she thought, "'and turned toward Lady Peveril's stateroom. "'A dark figure separated from the wall beside the stair.' What you have is mine, he ground out. The American accent was a stark contrast to the British accents she'd heard since before the Great War. No wonder he had used the library to hide the diary. Henredon," she guessed. Give it to me. Isabella sidestepped to the railing. The valet followed. We knew you'd be after the diary. Lady Strockford Toad, Tammon, idiot that she is. Hand it over now, or... Or what? came a smooth voice behind Isabella. Hendreden jerked back. She put her back to the railing and glanced behind her. Colonel Worthy's cigarillo tip glowed red as he inhaled, I'm waiting. The innocuous words had an ominous growl. The belay stepped back into the shadows. Footsteps clanged as he ran down the outer stairs. Well, Mrs. Tarrant? Colonel... She settled on simple words. Thank you. An escort would be wise this late at night. I will remember that. May I escort you somewhere? Isabella hesitated. Should we report him? I dare say he'll debark at Gibraltar. Yes, but she hesitated. She didn't have permission to share the story of the diary far and wide. She thought she could trust Netta and Hetty, but the colonel? No. And no crime had been committed, just the threat of a crime, to Gemma and to herself. Henreden had prepared for blackmail, but she'd found the diary before he used it for that. If she returned the diary to Gemma or to Lady Peveril, how long before it once again went missing? She flung the diary over the railing. Wind fluttered the pages as the diary dropped. The gust also played havoc with her shawl. She snatched the cloth before it flew away. Far below came a faint splash, almost lost in the wind and the waves that the ship ploughed through. A simple solution, Worthy commented. For the best, I've always found. He exhaled, and the rich tobacco scent surrounded her before it also whisked away. May I have your arm? I must speak with Lady Peverell. And Lady Strockford? How much did Colonel Worthy know? "'Rather than question him,' she held out her hand. "'I will leave it to her ladyship to explain to her protégé,' "'he offered his crooked elbow. "'To Lady Peveril. Isabella said only that she had disposed of the diary, "'witnessed by Colonel Worthy. "'She implied that the valet was not a good choice for an employee. "'The older woman gave her a gimlet eye. "'I doubt we'll convince Stratford to do without a valet.' I may have an answer to that, Worthy said. Ah, our young bride. Lady Stratford, may I have the next dance? Gemma giggled and grabbed his offered hand. Lady Peverell, he bowed slightly, at your service. Then he was towed onto the dance floor, and Isabella stole away, satisfied that she had completed a mission she hadn't asked for or wanted. In the morning, brilliant sunshine had replaced the dreary clouds, with the excitement of docking and the scurrying haste of stewards, the toiling sailors and swarming deck workers, no one noticed that two servants with packed bags were first off ship when the gangplank was positioned. Only when Lord Stratford returned from the gymnasium did he discover his valet had disappeared, along with his wallet of ready cash. Lady Stratford called and called for her maid, but she had also vanished taking a jewelry case that Lord Stratford had given his wife upon their marriage. Captain Pitney escorted the couple to the local authorities to file a report for one Edgar Allan Hendredon and one Elspeth Tamman. When that hullabaloo died down, Isabella did ask Lady Peveril to send a thank you to August Clemmings in the mailroom. On the dock, Colonel Worthy paused to light his cigarillo. Passengers streamed past, intent on exploring the town before they returned late in the afternoon. He shook out the match, then offered an arm to Isabella. We won't venture to the Spanish border, Mrs. Tarrant, unlike others who will be unnamed. Now, before us is the Great Rock of Gibraltar. The End